Hey guys, it's Deanne. And it's Artie Rose. Hi. We're coming in with another episode of Coming In Hot. <laughs> well, I mean, I really want to be positive right now, but I can't. It's just tough. Yeah. Like what's going on in our country and whatnot. I'm just, I mean, we definitely support Black Lives Matter right now. Like 100%. it's going crazy. I mean, it, it, I'm just, I'm so heartbroken for everything that's going on for George Floyd and everyone else who's lost their lives over this police brutality and it's not fair and it's Seriously. enraging and I'm, I'm devastated over it to it's be honest. It's just been giving me so much anxiety especially since we live here in Austin and things have been going on here in our city as well like I mean, cars have been set on fire like businesses have been vandalized mm-hmm. and looted like it's it's so crazy right now and it makes me so sad like I don't and I'm actually really excited for uh, the company that I work for right now cute nail studio like our we opened on Monday was our grand opening again like reopening and we donated all of our proceeds to um, funds for the Black Lives Matter campaign so different funds within that organization we've just that's amazing yeah we donated all of our proceeds towards it like our online store um people donated extra once they tipped like it was it was really great i was so happy for all the positive um reinforcement that we got from everybody and along with the donations extra oh i love that you said that the acknowledging like the positive because i think out of so much tragedy and everything i think what we can do is you know look look towards a better future and what we're doing and everyone's doing right now is hopefully changing that and I think this is a movement and I mean honestly I'm excited to see where it goes and how we can change as a country and be more positive and loving and accepting of everyone as it should have been from the very beginning I know and that's what I'm scared of it's like I know we're all protesting and doing everything but I'm like what is going to be the solution like that's what I'm scared of I'm like what I know we're all protesting for, like, equal rights and against police brutality and all this, but I'm like, what is going to be the end goal of this? Like, how are we going to solve this issue that's been going, like, on for almost, like, what, centuries now? Centuries, yeah. I I mean, I think it's just a progression in general. You know, you take uh, civil rights, women's rights, gay rights, everything like that. I think there's always a catalyst in the next stage of the movement, and I think that's where we're at. And I think at the end of the day, um, you know, once everyone's been able to say what they need to say, I think this will be a shift. And um, I don't know if there's going to be any bigger you know if there's going to be anything that tops like the protests and the riots but i think it will definitely end in more equality i feel like it's definitely brought people together as well like i've noticed like some negative and positive because you know we've got our republicans we've got our democrats and they we've been fighting for a long time and i was just happy that everybody saw common ground and people's eyes were opened was it today or yesterday when we saw our president what did he do? He gassed like a group of people just so he can get through to hold a Bible at a Baptist church. Yeah. I, like that, I feel like that opened Republicans' eyes as well because I saw people on both sides mm-hmm. outraged by that. Like, you know how people that have been against like gay rights, like mm-hmm. all of that, were outraged by his behavior. Yeah. It's, it's but, unacceptable. Like, it, that's crazy to me that yeah. he just like barreled through a crowd of people just for Donald him. Trump. Yeah, that's I mean we may get censored censored for that but I really don't care. Like that was that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like that was crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. It's unacceptable and 
I, I do want to point out to the listeners that Artie and I, we have our own beliefs. We're, I, I, both of us are very socially liberal. You know, we, we, we want rights for everyone. I don't want anyone to be suppressed. We, have to, we have to say something. It's affecting us. And I feel like if it's not affecting us, then we're part of the problem. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. One of my favorite things coming out of all of this, like just seeing social media, it's just like very short. And it says, it's not enough to be not racist. You need to be anti-racist. And I'm like, I, I've never heard that before. And it really struck me. I'm like, yeah, I being not racist is not enough. Yeah, that me sitting there in a restaurant watching somebody be called a profane name or out of their name in any type of way for their race color gender blah 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 yeah like for me to just sit there and not say anything i'm part of the problem so we felt we needed to speak our piece on that and let you know that we are here with everybody yes we're part of this country we want to stand for what's better in this world and we want to just move forward like This is so scary. Like, I've been anxious waking up every morning, and we'll discuss mental health because, I mean, I think that's something that we need to discuss. I know we've been, you know, talking about, you know, sex and relationships and stuff, but this is also part of it as well, is, like, our mental health comes before anything else, like, our personal mental health. Well, it... it it's what drives our interaction with other humans and how we handle situations, which is why we kind of started this podcast to begin with is to get different perspectives, people's perspectives, how you handle things, what your mindsets are. And I think that that's just really important to, you know, address mental health and how current climate of situations in the environment, like, um, socially can affect us. Because it's going crazy right now. Yeah. So and it we, makes me so sad. Yeah. And we just hope for the best, and we just kind of wanted to speak our piece on that. Um, but of course, we'll go back up onto, like, a positive note. Yeah. And, you know, what originally we wanted to speak with about, like, on this episode was, you know, mental health and guiding our ways to relationships and friends in relationship. There's just... It's a lot going on right now. Yeah. Um, so I'll give a little update on what's going on in my personal life. Um, I am still seeing the guy that, um, I've been seeing for the, I would, almost two months now, I yes. guess. He moved back to Austin like mid April. So, so six so, years and two months. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Well, we met se- over seven years ago, but, um, yeah, things have actually been going really well. This is probably, I feel like the if not the healthiest beginning to a relationship that I've ever been in. Um, And I I don't want, like, a a lot of what happens between us is very private, and I I definitely want to keep it that way. Um, I I love the private conversations that we have, and and we establish our own ground rules and stuff. But I did want to kind of touch base with something that happened uh last week just to let people know that like it's not all like sunshines and roses like you have to have difficult conversations and this wasn't a hard one but um we had some lack of communication I thought that he would he told me he was going to come over and he didn't and he like so he was supposed to come over at let's say 6 30 and he didn't tell me till almost nine o'clock that he actually wasn't going to come over so I sat there and I waited around all evening for him. And he just texted me. He's like, hey, I'm not coming. Long day. Let's get together tomorrow. And I'm pissed. I'm like, okay, whatever. Wait to hear from him the next day. Never hear from him. I text him and he's like, yeah, I'm working. This We're not going to be able to see each other today. And I was just like, okay, this is really frustrating. I don't feel like I'm a priority. 
So I made it a point to see him the day after that, and I just wanted, I just had like this really deep conversation with him, and it wasn't like super serious. We joked and we laughed, but I got off my chest what I was feeling, and normally in a relationship, I wouldn't do that. It would be, it's very hard for me to communicate that, and he took it really well. He apologized. He said he was, he could tell I was annoyed, so he was annoyed too, but we had an adult conversation about it, and Everything ended up just fine. We had amazing sex afterwards. He didn't like your attitude, D. He didn't. I told I told him I was like, "Do you understand that I was upset this week?" And he was like, "Yeah, your attitude pissed me off." Honestly, <laughs> I'm not gonna let that's kind of hot. I know. I I was I was like, "Well, I'm glad to see you like fighting back a little bit," you know. Damn, and I love that too. But I mean, that's it's a learning process, I guess, in itself. And I feel like that's something that I'm going through right now. It's like, maybe I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. one of your friends that's not in a relationship, that's on the outside end, saying yeah. that, like, holy fuck, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I land a relationship? Like, what am I doing wrong? And then, when I do get in one, like, how am I going to do this? Because I've never done it before. And I, like, so I do want to address the first part that you said about, like, what's wrong with me because there's nothing like there's absolutely nothing wrong with you or being single um just really quick though when you said how do I handle a relationship I don't know how to handle a relationship I have not been in one in forever but like I'm taking it one day at a time and it's easy with this guy like he makes it easy for me to want to spend time with him to be able to address these kind of things and so that's like I'm what I'm getting at is like when you're in a relationship with the right person, I think it will come more naturally than you think. Because I had those fears too. I was like, how do I handle this? What am I supposed... Like, how do... I don't know how to be a girlfriend. It's been so long. And it just comes to you. I guess so. Because I wouldn't even know what to do. And I think I had texted you the other day about like, oh, social media does that to you sometimes. Like, I was just looking through and I saw like wedding dresses and looking at this and looking at that. I'm like, shh. I don't think I'm ever going to be in a wedding dress. Definitely not in the age that I wanted to be in a wedding dress. You know what I mean? Like, and those are things that are scary because I'm such a perfectionist in that way that like, I wanted things to be played out like this way, that way. Like, you know, like I don't want to be old in a wedding dress. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I didn't want that. It's not how you envisioned your life in a certain time frame. And it's so scary. And it brought me to like a really emotional state. Like I know it's probably my estrogen because it's really high right now. Raging. Like it's really high right now like it's so crazy that like hormones will do this to you but like it just made me so scared yeah because i'm just like damn like i'm never gonna be able to like have those pictures to show people that like oh my god somebody wanted me enough to go through this whole pomp and circumstance and me to wear these three (laughs) one couture kim kardashian like i mean i would definitely have three dresses and like i feel bad for my parents but they're gonna have to take a second mortgage on the house to pay for these dresses (laughs) you are it's gonna happen no it's gonna happen but i don't know it's so scary like i don't know what to think anymore like yeah i just i feel like there and i and i trust me i'm so victim to this as well i just feel like society puts so much pressure on us and i was listening to another podcast a girl's gotta eat always gotta plug that one but their most recent episode was talking about marriage and like let's just kind of reevaluate like think about like the origin of the concept of marriage you're binding families. The woman is nothing but property. You know, like, she's given away. Like, I, yes, we've, you know, publicized it and, like, romanticized it. And it's definitely different. But, like, 
the whole stem of it isn't really that great of a concept and it's something that we all strive for but because society tells us that we need to now I don't to be honest like do I want to get married I don't know I could maybe be content spending just like the rest of my life with someone without that kind of pressure and you know conforming to the norm I don't know hey I mean that's healthy like maybe you developed a little extra something in your brain that made you think that but for some reason like that's hitting home for me recently like I'm just like is there something wrong with me as to like maybe we can address that issue tonight I'm like being a trans woman in America I don't know how to date like I've never had a guy Mm -hmm. want to be with me Mm -hmm. and I feel like Right now, it's been really good because it's going to be change and it's going to take time. But I've been swearing off frivolous sex and random sex or just people with like, you know, my friends with benefits and stuff. Like, it's just not working for me anymore. Like, it's fun. It's great. It makes you feel wanted, but only to an extent. And then afterwards, I feel gross. Like, I love sex. Sex is amazing. But maybe I want to try it with somebody who actually like cares about me for once so like maybe I've been putting that aside because I'm scared that I can't find it because Mm -hmm. that's how it was for me growing up as well Mm -hmm. like even in high school like being trans and changing and like seeing these things I'd get so scared and I would cover them up with like either humor or push them aside as like maybe this will happen I don't know Mm -hmm. but like you know like I don't know it makes you start to feel ugly and like I don't want to feel ugly and like that's something that scares me and even a friend made a joke the other day and it actually hit me hard and I was like so upset because we were watching 90 Day Fiance and like one of the girls was like I mean one of the women like the older women which Mm -hmm. is like not that you know attractive Uh and she found like the younger guy of course it was a broad that's wanting this oh yeah um k1 visa whatnot and my friend was just kind of like he said something like oh maybe you should do this and i was like silence for a second i was just like have i really gotten to that point when i'm like in my 30s and i'm not as youthful and as pretty as i used to be in the beginning it's just scary like that women go through so much pressure yeah more than a man because nobody would ever think that about a man no when he's older and it just it hit me so hard and i was just like oh my god maybe there is something wrong with me like i'm gonna have to like find some guy that needs a k-1 visa to come in the united states to try to marry me to get the wedding that i want you know like yeah of course i was just spiraling out of control but you know and it's scary and i know we talked about your friend that like got this terrible reading from a tarot card or whatever like a palm reading and Mm -hmm. it just spiraled them and then that hit me like that hit me just like it hit her like somebody even just saying something that was just like a phrase or a term and that hit me so hard that I spiraled and I was just like what is wrong with me like why don't guys want to date me or be with me like they literally want to fuck me like nobody's business Mm -hmm. but none of them want to date me or say that they're with me so i'm like i'm trying to figure out what's going down well i think i think so many people definitely have the mindset of like like you said what's wrong with me and i want like i would really like us to start not projecting that on ourselves but projecting that on the other people like not what's wrong with me but like what's wrong with you that you don't want to be with me like maybe we should start you know saying like affirmations or something to ourselves in the morning like i am beautiful i am worthy like people do want me you know like 
and maybe you saying that can help your mind, you know, believe it because it is true. Well, it's definitely been like, I guess, like the stock market, I guess you Mm -hmm. can say. It's like I build, 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 and then something happens and then you're just like straight down to the bottom. You know what I mean? So like I've done that for so long. It's like affirmations and things to help me feel positive because like I've always felt beautiful and always felt comfortable in my own skin and that like just comfortable in every aspect like I'm like I like my face I like my my body blah 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 whether it's been like overweight or not like I've just loved myself no matter what but then like you you get to these points yeah and then like somebody hits you with like a rocket and then you're like down to the bottom again you know yeah it's really hard well it hurts my heart that you know, you're feeling that way, and, and I and I get it. Like, I've been at, like, the low points and stuff like that, too, and still, like, I, you know, question a lot of things, but... Because I, I just, had those dreams, like, your friends. Like, yeah. I know that, like, you say you don't want to get married, but, like, I've always thought about, like, making my parents go into debt so that I can have this wonderful day. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like, I've yeah. always wanted that. Like, I don't care, and neither do they. Like, yeah. they would definitely do that for me so like it's just one of those things it's like crap is that gonna happen for me like or is that not and like it's a scary thing because I'm like knowing me like I'm such a perfectionist that uh, it sucks because I wouldn't be happy getting married at the age of 40 or like anything older and I know people do it and like I'm so happy for you like doing it but I just for myself like that scares me I'm like I don't want to be an old maid mm-hmm. in this couture gown like do you think it's like location or just like that you're not meeting anyone or just like the guys in general like i truly feel like Austin, for me i've always felt that somebody put a fucking curse on me yeah for that some odd reason that like maybe i did you something did wrong to somebody <laughs> i'm telling you that somebody did something to me that like that like maybe i wronged them in some type of way that they're like i'm gonna make you unlovable for men for the rest mm-hmm. of your life because that's the way it feels like it's so tough like i can honestly say i've never had a boyfriend never had a guy that's wanted to be my boyfriend mm-hmm. or you know just felt like it was gonna work yeah never i just feel like austin it's so hard to find someone who wants to like settle down and like yeah like we're like i it's don't a even want to settle down well, but I just feel like there, like there's so many like partiers and stuff. Like I feel like half the people are either married or super young or just in like party, party, party phase. Like I've never met a guy that I wanted to date here in Austin ever. And I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just like a party city. Like I don't know if like Houston would be different. I feel like Houston's more of like a kind of settle down kind of thing. I don't know. I don't either. Like, but lately that's been. I think my demons, my internal demons have been like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've been trying something different. So I'm like, I'm not having my friends with benefits over and I'm not doing any frivolous sex or anything of that nature. And I mean, it's also bringing out a lot of guys, true colors for sure. Yeah. um, But I I think it's also like healthy to be with yourself and, and think about what you want a little bit more. I mean... I'm not saying by any means this is why I'm back with this guy that I used to date, but I mean, I've said it several times on the podcast, like I quit, for lack of a better term, hoeing around uh, over a year ago. I mean, I barely had sex last year and it was horrible. Like I felt miserable. I was like, I, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get why I'm not dating anyone. I don't get why people don't want to be with me. And it was just like, it's a tough road, but it made me realize what I wanted, which was not to be 
sleeping around. I mean, I did that in college. I did that at the, in my twenties. Like it was fine. It was great. I, mean, I loved fun, it. It's great. But like, it just got, oh, I don't ever want to say it gets old because it is fun. And maybe it's just me growing out of that phase of the hormones. I don't know. Yeah. But it just, well, I think you're re- realizing that like you're being honest with yourself and saying that you want a wedding and a marriage and a relationship. And oh my God. I don't want to put that message out that, that I want all of that right away because I don't, but like, it's just it's been on my mind and it's been scaring. Well, I think you're just being honest with yourself that like that maybe in the past you haven't been so like, Oh, if I get married, whatever. But like, I think you're realizing that that's what you actually probably want. And maybe it's just coming to the surface that, okay, it's like, this is, I'm changing my lifestyle basically. And I guess just figuring out that like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I really don't. Have you thought about doing like counseling or anything? Like I know there's Mm. a lot of like the texting or phone calls, especially with coronavirus and stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of stubborn in that aspect because I fucking love therapy. Like I definitely do, but I feel like this is something that like a therapist isn't going to help me with this crap. Like this is going to be like, this is like some RuPaul shit. Like, yeah. if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? So I think this is something that I need to figure out. Like, I need yeah. to go on, like, a eat, pray, love kind of a journey. Yeah. Something. I mean, I fully support that. I also fully support therapy. One of my really good friends had an incredibly toxic relationship, which toxic, uh, whatever, I'm not even going to get into it. But, I mean, she started going to therapy and... Six months later, she found the guy she was going to marry, and she'll probably get engaged and married by the within a year. So, I mean, there's just options. I like your eat, pray, love idea. I, I think know. that could I just be fun. Don't like the way that sounds, it just sounds so like like that industrial complex. Like you go to this doctor and you pay this money, and yeah. now that you're like gonna get married and it's all fixed up and I'm like no I feel like there's there's some kind of issues in there that like still need to be fixed yeah I don't know well you definitely I mean you know I know myself better yeah, than anybody exactly. else yeah exactly that's know? what I was gonna say I've seen therapists since I was like probably 10 or 12 years old so yeah. I need to figure this out and it's just it's really scary like I don't know how to handle this right now yeah well and I think you know we always tell people listening to the podcast if y'all need help with anything or have anything that you want to talk to us about let us know but also anyone has any advice or similar situations i mean would you be willing to listen to people's stories yeah let's have a dialogue about it but like i mean i'm just i want these things like i want my yeah everything that i've always wanted so it's just it's scary that i'm like i'm such a perfectionist to the point when i'm like i won't take it if i'm like 38 or older and you know just like I'm already 31 and this hasn't even happened for me yet you know so I'm like I haven't even been able to get a boyfriend by the age of 31 how am I going to be able to like lend a husband yeah probably by the time I'm 60 you need to quit putting ages on it I'm such an age person I know you always have been that way too because I don't want to do stuff when I'm old like what's I'd rather, old like, just look cute in pictures when i'm young and stuff you know you what i mean that. like but what do i do when i'm like barely getting with somebody and i'm 40 and i'm like oh my god i just look 40 in these pictures you know what i mean yeah it's just been scary and i've been thinking about all of that stuff yeah and i don't know how to deal with it maybe you should remember you talked about making that vision board right at the beginning i did oh, and you that's did what kind of sparked all this because oh, no. i'm like i know what i want now and i'm just like oh crap 
Yeah. I'm 31, single, never had a boyfriend. I'm nowhere closer to getting my designer gowns. It's scary. You never know. You never know what's going to happen in the future. And I mean, we've had all our crazy, like, sex stories. Like, I was just thinking about that the, the other day. Like, I had, like, one of the craziest, oh, nastiest thing. Like, what? That's what, like, led me to, like, taking prep. Like, the, that medication they make you, like, 99. What happened? Well, I was at Barbarella's, which is, like, my favorite bar here in Austin. And I love them so, so much. Like, that's my favorite bar ever. I can't believe I'm just now hearing about this. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've heard about it. But okay. it was just, like, I thought he was so handsome. And I was dancing in the crowd. I looked super sexy. I was 15 yeah, pounds lighter than I am right now because of this whole everything that's going on. I don't know. I just started talking to him. And then he's like, yo, we could just hang out for the rest of the night. I'm like, great. So then, like, we're walking to another bar, and then he's like, we should just, like, totally do it. And I'm like, oh my god, let's do it. So then we walk into a parking garage and find, like, a truck. Like, just, like, a truck in that's parked In the bed of there. a truck? I have not heard this. Yeah, like, we were just, like, not in the bed of the truck, but he, like, got me behind the truck, and he, like, I was in a romper. I was in that, like, dark green romper that you gave me that, like, you have to... Oh! take everything off so i took the whole romper off it's like at my feet and i'm like bent over this truck and he's like just raw dog in it and i'm like oh "Oh my my god and then out comes the security guard and he's (gasps) like what's going on i'm like oh my god so then like i lift up my thing and everything and i'm like trying to run out of there like half naked of course we put it on and we walk to we just keep walking down but i'm just like guess i'm at that point of tipsy where it's just like beyond control yeah so then he's like let's try this one and i'm like let's do it so we literally tried three of them oh three my different gosh. times and then the last one i was just like whatever so i just like was on my knees just like giving him a blowjob in this parking garage probably it's on camera somewhere you know like oh my god you are wild yeah and then we finally get to like where we are meeting other friends i'm just like hey guys like didn't even remember doing this until the morning and i was just like oh my god i'm disgusting so then like of course i had to wait like three months to go get tested yeah and and then i was like put me on prep like absolutely with this kind of crazy shit that i'm doing like i need to be put on some kind of medication that keeps me safe from dying so was that like do you think that incident was what kind of like not and maybe like unintentionally or like you didn't realize it at the time but kind of like sparked your movement to like maybe, maybe not it was necessarily like the thought of the around. security guard coming up being like what the fuck and i'm like bent over the fucking yeah truck, like just getting railed yeah he was going to town and he looked like jake gyllenhaal i had oh, to God. like i couldn't say no like i was just like i really want this like right now and I think it was just, like, I needed that male attention yeah. at that point. Like, just to feel sexy or feel something. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you try to be a strong woman and you try to be independent and be like, I don't need a man's approval. I don't need to be with somebody. I don't need to be in a relationship to, to feel some type of way. But then, like, you drink and your true feelings come mm-hmm. out. And then, like, somebody's giving you attention and you're like, I need to give them everything. And, like, literally, I was giving him everything. Wow. But you so but you didn't feel great the next day. Or did you I mean feel I felt great like, in the moment. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh my god, he was so hot. Like that was so exhilarating. But like on the other side I was just like, Oh my god, I'm a trash ball. Like who am I? Oh I mean I hate that because like I do understand like the feeling of like like god, breaking I, the law. I can't believe I'm admitting this on the podcast, but one night I was so fucked up i don't even know how it happened and i got separated from my friend and i was with this guy and i ended up back at my apartment but i didn't have my apartment keys and so he just 
fucked me on our doormat in front of my apartment. Like anyone, like any of my neighbors could have came out and he like came on the doormat and we got back in an Uber and went back downtown and I found my friend. I I don't, I don't even remember the guy. I don't know who he was. I had no indication of my phone or anything. And like in the moment, it was really exhilarating. But afterwards I was like, dude, you could have gotten fucking killed. Like I got in a car with a complete stranger. I don't know who this guy was either. That's what I'm saying. Like I just met him at Barbarella's. He was hot. I was yeah. like, oh my God, you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. And he's just like, cool. Let's yeah. hang out. I'm like, oh my God, let's do it. You know, like what the fuck? I had honestly completely forgotten about that story. I I locked that away in the vault until you started saying that. And I'm like, oh, I like I get it. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's, I must have been so drunk that I wasn't frightened because I'm always frightened of the law and like breaking the law and being like in yeah. trouble. Yeah. Like that's one of my for some reason I'm just scared of being reprimanded or maybe it's just like a fantasy, but I don't know. But like just being like that uninhibited enough to like pull my whole romper down and just be like put it in like what the hell is wrong with me it's a sad thing it's like i'm pretty sure that's not the first time i've done that yeah just like the i'm most pretty sure that i'm like yeah, yeah that's the one that really hits close to home because i'm like damn i was like uh hala nasty holy crap yeah i definitely it's moments that have happened like that and like that was by far I think my most extreme but it it's made me change my perspective on things like I've had my I've had my fair share of play let's put it that way holy yeah I mean we've all made mistakes I was <laughs> I was just having fun and like That's now what it I is. feel like I think maybe I am changing and I'm at that point uh, maybe I'm just not good at like recognizing evolution or change in myself that like maybe it is time for me to like actually try to find like something meaningful like because i'm not good at stuff like that well and there's no guidebook always, or... it's just always been me yeah and that's I've how never you never had follow. a boyfriend never had somebody gotcha. that i had to care about or vice versa so i'm not good at stuff like this well i mean i mean i am good at giving a blowjob uh which can, we can you talk about enlighten me on that because i am not great at giving blowjobs and i need to get better at it now that i'm supposed to be giving a lot more lately so does he like a lot of blowjobs yeah he definitely like i mean what guy doesn't like blowjobs i mean there's, I have, hi, there's a few well i don't know he likes blowjobs i don't mind like obviously like i'm here to help but i just don't know like i don't feel like i'm very good at blowjobs and i like how long what do you do i, I sh like i know it sounds silly like i'm 30 years old i should be able to give a blowjob but like i don't know maybe i just fuck i don't know that's okay. Like, I mean, I love both. I like, feel like you're very good at blowjobs. Blowjobs are, like, one of my favorite things to do. And also, like, it kind of helps, though, too, because sometimes I'm like, I had tacos for breakfast, and I'm really not going to be able to fuck today. So let's, I'm just going to make you forget about that and just give you, like, the best blowjob. Okay, so, like, okay, how long would you say a tip, like, a blowjob should last? Oh, like, a typical blowjob, like... At most 15 minutes, but, like, I feel like you should be good in, like, five or six. Which yeah, is so tough. Of like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's got to be almost, like, I break it down, like, into theatrics. Like, you've got your, like, even, like, in books. Like, you've got your introduction. Like, you've got your middle. And then you've got your conclusion. Like, I feel like you always have to start it off with, like, just turning them the fuck on. 
Meaning, like, I wouldn't even really give them a blowjob. I'm just, like, pretending like I'm some sort of fucking animal who can't get enough of their dick. Like, while it's in their underwear and stuff or their pants. And, like, I just can't get enough of it. Okay. And then, like, after that's enough time. And that buys you, like, a good three or four minutes right there. Just, like teasing it and playing with it like while it's in his underwear and then he's like got this raging boner by the time you get to minute five and then after that that's when you start like you know I feel like start with his balls first because I feel like the most work comes from like like just like taking the whole thing like back and forth like my mouth is so tired my mouth gets from being dry like, yeah from being dry and open and they're like put some lube on it I'm like I'm not putting lube on this cause like my mouth is gonna get numb it tastes gross or what if I get poisoned and die like it's just not gonna happen yeah so like I start like I love balls like I really enjoy balls okay. like guys balls like that's a fun thing for me so like like I said I start with like teasing them and playing with them while they're in their underwear and then I take their underwear off and then I'm like all in their balls like if they like that or not and then and then like wait when you're playing with the balls with your hands are you like licking the penis yeah like I'll just like give it a little something and I'll still be playing with it but like I'm down there in their balls and then the next thing I know I'm like I move on to their wiener and by that point it's just kind of like they're like ready yeah and they like I feel like it's nine times out of ten they like a lot of spit and they like it to be messy Okay. Like, I've rarely met a guy that does not like a messy blowjob. Okay, so I, one of my friends told me one time that, like, she kind of figured out, like, a little trick to blowjobs, and she was like, it's so simple. You just do the same motion, the same thing, over and over, because she was like, you don't want to, like, if you're getting pleased, you don't want a guy to be, like, all over the place. Like, you want consistency, and you want, like, that's what makes you come. Have in your experience has that worked for you? I feel like that is a good Consi- point because like there are points when like he just won't come and I am doing the same thing over and over and over and he gets so close and then I change it up and then we're back towards like square one. Yeah, we're like I just clocked in again. Like holy hell! So like, that so that's why you're saying do like the, the above the pants thing, I feel teasing. Like, yeah, like I feel like give it like it's gonna be kind of like almost like a woman, which you think of too. It's just like get her oven started to like preheat it a little bit like okay. turn her the hell on like don't just like get down there and start chomping on your clit like that's like, so tease true you a little bit like play with you while you're in your panties because that's like a huge thing for me too like you know what i mean like yeah like act like you want it like when i'm not supposed to want it like you know what i mean like where i'm just like He's, like, playing with you while your panties are on and stuff. And then you take them off. And then, like, mm-hmm. even then he's not, like, all the way in it. He's just, like, loving all of you and then just, wha-bam, all in. Okay, 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 okay. So now, like, I'm I'm asking about, like, the when and where. Like, because I mm. feel like I, like, okay, so. I'll give a blowjob anywhere. Well, okay, I feel even like I'm best. always, like, horny, and so I'm, like, always wanting to have sex. So, like, I'm always afraid to initiate it in case they're not horny because I don't want to get, like, sex rejected, you know? True. So, like... I mean, it's very rare that it's happened where I've been sex rejected by a guy. Especially blow for a blowjob. Yeah. It, it's probably that one guy that's just like, whoa. I don't want to be breaking the law right now. And you're like, mm, are you sure? Like, my dick is in your mouth, you know? So, like, okay, so... But what, I don't... Let, let's revisit that question. What do you mean, like, how do you know? Like, okay, so, like, the guy I'm seeing, like, he works from home. And so, like, he works a lot. 
And so, like, I'll go over there and I'll, like, read my book or just kind of, like, hang out. Like, when should I initiate it? Oh, right away. When he least expects it, that is going to be the best time. When he expects it, he's not going to come as hard as if he didn't expect it. So, for example, if he's on a Zoom meeting with his coworkers, go under the desk. That's what he said. He was, like, and he was joking, but I'm but also, like, like I want to do that. Take, that's the great thing. Like, take it like a joke. Pretend like you would never do that. And then do it. You know what I mean? So I feel like when you catch him by surprise, that is the best time. Okay. That is the best time. Okay. Like when he's just like, he's had a hard day and he would never expect you to even do something like that. Like he sits down and like, you just start initiating it. Cause that is it. Like what am I supposed to do? Just crawl under the desk like a dog? Absolutely. <laughs> you, should, you have to Jennifer Love Hewitt it and Heartbreakers and just like get down in there. Like... Part of me, like, we, like, grill out a lot. And so part of me wants, to, like, to just, like, him go outside and put the meat on the pit. And then him come in and I'm just, like, on my knees on the ground. Just, like, come that, here. He might love it. <laughs> yeah, and don't give him a choice either. Like, he is your puppet. Like, that's what they like. And I'm going to be like, you have to come before you have to flip the meat. Perfect. <laughs> He's like, but Deanna, I don't like him eating well. So you're like, well, then tough. Like, well, then you better, you better come fucking quick. Now, do you swallow? I will swallow, yeah, for sure. That is the one thing I don't do. Really? I'm sorry, you guys. I just, I really don't do that. Yeah, I mean, for for sure, I want them to come in my mouth, and so I'm not gonna spit it out. I think it's more of like a a texture thing for me. Like it's just been always a thing. Like I don't like condiments. Yeah. And so, like, when it comes to, like, cum, it's just, like, such a weird consistency. Like, if I like the guy, fuck yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll grin and bear it, and I'll be there, like, <laughs> like, and I'll just, like, I'll swallow and be like, okay, that was so good. Like, I'm about to faint. Like, it was so good. Like, I love it, but Now you're deep making me inside. nervous. I haven't swallowed in a long time. No, but you're, you, you enjoy it. Like, that's not something that grosses you I'm just you like, out. go, go, go. And that is healthy, like. I wish I had that stomach, but, like, I literally have to, like, once he comes, I have to, like, turn my mind to a blank white page and pretend, like, I don't miss things and just, like, literally let science do its thing. Like, where I just, like, open my throat and just let it go down and not think about anything on my mind. Because if I do, I'm going to throw up. So where does he come if he doesn't come in your mouth? On my tits. Yeah. On my face. Like, or I'll just be like, oh, just put it back inside me and then come inside me kind of a thing. Yeah. Less messy for some people. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's still pretty messy. Yeah. Like, because sometimes it doesn't it, come out to the next day. Yeah, it is what it is. I don't Do you get it out the same day when yeah. he comes inside your cooch? Yeah, I'm pretty much running to the bathroom. <laughs> right away. Just running down my leg. I know this sounds like maybe TMI, but like, of course, for me, it's more anal sex. Sometimes I'm like, I try to get it all out and I don't. And the next morning, I'm like, I sit on the toilet and I don't even have to go to the bathroom. And I just sit down and it just like plops out. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> I mean, I think maybe it's a little different because, like, the anal cavity is just, like, longer in general. And, like, my vagina is only a certain amount, you know, like... That's probably, like, shot it all up Yeah, I mean, some some are getting absorbed, but most of it's coming right back out, you know? Me and cum have a very interesting relationship. It's probably something I need to work on. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on, like, girlfriend sharing? Oh, I am a jealous motherfucker. So Are you really? Because I don't, I've never pegged you as a jealous person. I'm not like outwardly jealous. Like I, I'm very confident like in myself and like if I'm in like dating someone like I 100% do not think this guy is going to cheat on me. 
but I get jealous. Like, I, this is crazy, but he was on the phone with a female client, like, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I thought they were flirting, and I got so fucking jealous. I was like, mm, so you're flirting with a client right in front of me, <laughs> and I didn't say that out loud, and I, like, told him about it later, but, like, I just, I just get, like, this jealous twinge, but it's not, inse- like, it's not me being insecure. It's just me being like, uh-uh, no you're mine and friends off limits i would never in my life ever have you always been that way yeah okay i've always been that way i mean only for the guy for me i can do whatever the fuck i want that's pretty darn cool though i mean i've never been i mean you're cool with it i don't know yeah i've never been in that situation where i've been jealous like i mean you've seen me through my crazy times like where like, when I really liked that guy who lived with us in the dorms. Yeah. And, like, I honestly felt like he truly did. Like, I felt like he liked me. And, like, I don't want to be, like, some crazy bitch that felt like I was gaslighted. But I felt like he led me on. Yeah, he did. He did. He 100% like, did. Where, I like, saw it. Even Our my guy friends beat it. him yeah. up. Like, yeah. They were very upset about the situation once he showed his true colors. Yeah, that definitely, like, that was That's probably, 100% like, the scariest him. time ever, like, was just, like, when we were all hanging out and Colby was like, I've just had enough, and he just started beating up on him. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. He loved you. Our friend did. Not, not the Yeah, not guy. the guy, clearly. But um, I feel like that's been my, what is the word, experience with relationships. Yeah. And, like, I was just thinking about this the other day because I was driving down a part of Austin when something like that happened. Where, like, I professed my love to somebody and they're just like, I don't feel the same way about you. And I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna go. Wait, when did that happen? It happened in 20... Oh, okay. You were thinking about it when you were no, driving. No, it literally happened because... Well, I mean, it didn't happen at that time, but, like, yeah, I was thinking about it because okay, I was okay. in that area. Okay. Of, like, South yeah. First. Then I know. I think I know what time you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And, like, just being outside by my car and just being like, I think I really have feelings for you and, like, I don't know how to express it, but, like... I feel like you like me too. Like another mm-hmm. situation like mm-hmm. that where I'm like, I feel like you made indications where I feel like you like me too. And you've expressed yeah. these certain things. I let you meet my family, blah, blah, blah. And then they're just like, oh, sorry, I don't feel the same way. And I'm just like, boom, guy number three to do that to mm-hmm. me. Like that's happened to me three times in life. Yeah. And like, I mean, you'll never forget moments like that when you're just like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm going to go. And he's just like, no, no, I still want you to be friends. I'm like, nope, nope. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then he's like calling you and calling and you just don't answer. I just, I thought about that the other day because we were just so driving over in that area. Is it though? I mean, I think so. I think all heartbreaks have something like I, like I have one of my tattoos. Maybe I'm just too hard on myself. Yeah. I mean, I like a quote that I have like actually like tattooed on my body is it says what's past is prologue. And to me, that means like what's happened in your past, like shapes like who you are today. And it, it leaves room for like the whole future of the book to be written. But like, you know, it, it, it shapes who you are and how you handle situations. And I think that like breakups and stuff like that are traumatizing. Yeah. Cause I remember like driving away like I still never cried about it mm-hmm. or even like that because I wouldn't let myself yeah like I'll let my cry I'll let myself definitely cry about a bunch of stuff but like when it comes to like a man for some reason I won't let myself do it like so when he told me he's like I don't feel the same way I was like no you're good you're good and I remember driving away being like oh my god my world is crushed but like once again like for some reason guys just don't want to be with me and they act like 
they like me and things are going cool and I refrain from sex for a little bit and only go with them and then they're just like oh I'm sorry I don't feel the same way but even though I fucked your friends like it's still cool you know what I mean I'm like again I won't let myself cry I just literally driving away I remember like crying cry on the inside like a winner cry on the inside like a winner like don't you dare let yourself cry like being so mean to myself because I'm hard on myself you are you always are don't you dare fucking cry like maybe you should like I kind of used to be like that too honestly like I used to never let myself cry especially over guys and I started doing that more recently and it like actually felt good I felt like more like in tune with like my emotions and like feeling so I don't I mean obviously like I don't know maybe you're not at the point where you could cry I'll give it, it a go but, but like I mean still like I mean I haven't had that yeah. situation in a long time I mean that happened years ago and that was the last time I ever let myself like Oh, even open my yeah. heart in general like I will not well watch the TV show called normal people it's on Hulu just relate it to your life and just cry about every relationship that you've ever had and every like love and heartbreak and okay. everything I'll give it and a just try. relate it to that and just cry and sob based on that and see if it makes you feel like any better okay. I'll give it a try I yeah. know it's gonna be ugh. just see what happens like connect previous hurtful things that you never let yourself cry over to like a situation that you can cry over now and see if that does just kind of like release any other sort of emotion. Yeah, I'm trying to bring the positive out of it because I mean like my favorite number is three and I feel like the rule of three, like even when you oh, yeah. you took my tarot card readings, it was like three cards. So I was just like, maybe this hap- needs to happen three times because that happened to me in high school. Mm-hmm. And then it college. happened to me in college. And then it happened to me after yeah. college. So I'm like, Lord have mercy. Maybe this... The fourth time is going to be, like, the time that somebody actually, like, wants to. I live by numbers of three. Like, if it's not three, it's not in balance for me. I Three is my favorite number. That's yeah. crazy shit like that. Three, I'm the third. Like, yeah. Everything has always been three. And so, like, that's literally happened for me three times. Like, in high school, like, I let myself, like, like somebody. I thought they were super cool. And I thought, like, they liked me, too. And then I was just like, oh, my God, I really like you. And they're like, oh, sorry. And I'm like... Fuck you. Like, I was like, I feel like people like me and I feel pretty enough and I feel like I come from a good family. Like, what's going on? I think you just need to hang on to those positive feelings. And... But that drops your pretty scale. Like, that's always made my, like, in my mind, like, oh, maybe you really aren't pretty enough. Like, you see yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. Yeah. it is. I mean, it's hard out there and we have so much social media and people are not hesitant to tell you what they think of you so it's hard it's hard to maintain a level of positivity but i mean i think it's i think it's there i think especially such a crazy time in my life where i'm like all of this is happening with our government like a crazy fucking epidemic holy shit like i just lost my job like found another one like i mean just so much change and i'm like I'm just going crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. So, I mean, you guys, like... That's why we have this with, podcast. Yeah, like, send in any... I don't know, like, whatever you have, like, thoughts about, like, dating as a trans woman. Or just even a woman in general. Like, what are your experiences? Because I don't want to be anything. here, like, crying about my problems. But I'm like, let's let's hear everybody's, you know? Yeah, I think, I think that's why we started the podcast in general. 
is to put our stories out there. We want to normalize just a lot of things and we want to hear from y'all. We like, I take comfort in other people's stories. Like not necessarily, not like a, Oh, they've had it worse than me, but like, I just love to know what people go through and I want to relate to them. And we really want to hear your feedback. Um, there's also just something else that I want to address. Uh, Artie and I recently received some pretty negative feedback from a previous episode and uh, it was kind of slut shaming. I feel like, um, they just didn't like what we were talking about and how we portrayed ourselves and people associated with us. So I just want to make a message very clear that if you don't like what we're talking about, you're more than free to not listen to the podcast. And I don't want to sound like a bitch, but we're doing this for fun. We're doing it in our own time. Um, It doesn't cost you anything to not listen. And we're promoting positivity and trying to get like helpful thoughts and things out there to people. So we definitely don't want your negativity and your negative feedback. Yeah, definitely. Especially when I'm like, hun, like, don't treat us like we're garbage. Yeah. Because we're talking about, like, our personal lives. We're sex you. positive. We're ta- We're opening up. We're sharing these kind of things with you. I mean, th- this is our lives. We're, we're human beings. Yeah, definitely. And if you do have a problem with us and you know us personally and you see us on the streets, let me know because I'm going to slap you. Yeah, we'll be I'm ready. We'll, no, we'll, 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 we'll I don't want to be, be violent. Ready. I will not. But, like, I mean, honestly, like, Deanne's saying, like, serious note, like, if you're not into it, don't listen to it. But, and, and that's it. There, it. That's all. And and if you do like listening to us, let us know. We're, I love all the stories we get. Like, we're so excited for COVID to be over and we can actually interview all the people that, like, we're going to interview. Mm. Like, so... We love you guys. We thank you for your support and keep listening. Like we're just gonna continue. We're yeah. gonna give you new shit. Email us at coming in hot at gmail.com. That's C-U-M-I-N-I-N-H-O-T-T at gmail.com. Definitely follow us on Instagram if you want to DM us with any questions. It's at Artie A-R-T-I-E underscore R-O-S-E. Goodbye, and guys. Bye.